Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful Arsenio ZSL podcast. And today is a beautiful day. Oh my God, you guys probably already know. First and foremost, I got my voice back. Okay, I can hit them high notes again. Yeah, too much screaming. I gotta calm down. Uh, but nonetheless, man, man, my, I have I teach a company class, and you guys hear that I have so much energy. It's because today is the first day to commence, to commence the amazing, and I mean absolutely amazing training, the big company that I had signed out here in Bangkok, Thailand. Uh, today is the first day that my life begins to get a little bit crazier. Now, obviously, you guys are listening to this in December, but I'm recording this way beforehand. And so I am beyond excited because there are so many things that are going to be happening. And, you know, I'm right on the cusp of Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving being tomorrow on the day of recording. And I am just on fire. So first and foremost, man, I just want to say thank you to so many people. I don't know where these plays are coming from. I'm trying to track them. It's just so difficult. But I'm looking at like, oh, God, <laughs> man, it's a lot of people. Let's just put it that way. Okay. And, uh, to see the, the tens of thousands, man, I'm literally averaging like around 18.5K uh, the last 30 days. And I'm averaging no less than 4,000 plays every seven days. It's insane. Like I'm getting, boy, I'm telling you the average. And if I looked at averages from a long time ago to what it is now, I'm averaging like 600 to 750 plays a day, which is crazy. Because I remember I used to get excited when I got 500 last year. And then next thing you know, things began to explode. So, man, I just want to say thank you to all you beautiful souls out there who are listening to me. I know what you guys like. I realize that the taglines and different things in regards to, um, in regards to, what is it? The, the things that you need to learn, right? Um, and the tagline basically for the podcast is what gets you guys clicking especially. So, I realized I got to write better taglines. I got to copyright the hell out of it. <sighs> and with that being said... Keep in track with English conversations. How can you do that? First and foremost, I want to ask you a question. When you take part in meetings in English, when you take part in conversations in English, when you go to a foreign country for travel, whatever it may be, it's easy to lose track of what people are saying, right? So who do you generally find the hardest to understand? Native speakers? Other non-native speakers? people who speak too fast, and people with strong accents. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. When I went to Australia, it took me about four, four to five months to understand Australians. You know why? Because I was trying to listen to them through the American perception rather than listening to them how they are and what their accent represents. Hmm. Okay. You see what I mean? Let me give you an example. One of my Thai students out here, if I say McDonald's, they don't understand. I have to say McDonald's. Okay. For my beautiful Japanese folks. Hey, what do you, do y'all say McDonald's? I know a lot of y'all say Macadukuro, Macadukuro-san or something like that. Okay. I've heard this from my Brazilian student who speaks about five languages and she's a She's getting her PhD, as a matter of fact, at the University of Florida right now um, in lingui- Oh, it's like heritage language. I graded her thesis. The most fascinating thing I've ever re uh, read in my life, to be honest with you. Um, and she told me a couple of words, you know, and she's only Brazilian, Portuguese speaking. Okay, speaking perfect Japanese. Because obviously, uh, I think, I believe the Japanese came in exchange. I don't know what it was, but it was back in the 80s or 90s. 
and it was about farming and it was in brazil i remember that uh it was from the thesis she did the whole thesis study so um anywho going back to the topic at hand okay i went a little bit off track but um and see you got to keep track um so with that being said if you don't listen to people how they speak and listen to the content words and the main idea you're going to literally try correcting them the entire time and that's not good because their accent is their accent and everything so when i moved when i went to australia and started working as a dental assistant i worked with an, uh, an egyptian dental therapist i almost punched him in the face <laughs> Hey, I was, oh my God, this guy was the rudest person. I, I walked out of that job in five minutes, I swear. I said, oh, I'm about to catch a case on this mother. Ooh, okay. Anyways, um, I understood him slightly. Uh, but there was a guy, I believe he was from Pakistan, but he had been living in, you know, uh, he had been living out there in Australia for X amount of years. And he ended up uh what is it and he had an aussie accent so you could only imagine aussie accent plus pakistani accent it was unbelievably difficult even with the aussies i didn't understand them either you know and so native speakers have a tendency of being being the most difficult for me to understand for example people from liverpool in england and newcastle i don't understand a goddamn thing they're saying people from new zealand very difficult people from scotland they speak under their breath People from Ireland, not all, some of them could be very fast speaking, but I understand them more from people from Liverpool and England because I'm, they don't speak English out there. I don't know what they speak. People from New Zealand, I'm just trying to just pick up words here and there. And I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Boy, boy, speak some English when you speaking to me. You know, I go all black on them. I can't do that. So man, it's, it's a damn shame. Let's just put it that way. But native speakers are the most difficult and Singaporeans, that's right. Yeah, damn, Singapore. I remember one time I went to go visit my student. She was going to university out there at the age of 16. Brilliant mind. And I was doing just a one-day little, you know, a one-day little layover. You know, she had met me. We went to this food court place. And then this guy was speaking to me. And I looked at her. I said, hey, what uh, what did he just say to me? She's like, oh, he just said this. Because she had already been living there for X amount of months, right? And he was like, oh, blah, 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 ha, ha, ha. And he looked at me. And I'm like, oh. I said, what did he just say to me? <laughs> I went all black on him, okay? And she was like, oh, he just said this. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Boy, boy. And again, some people are very easy to understand. Some people are not easy to understand, right? But to be honest with you, other non-native English speakers, I understand them. I really do. People who speak fast, it's very hard for me to pick it up sometimes. So some um, Americans and some Canadians have a tendency of speaking so quickly, so quickly, like like Tony Robbins, I mean, he was that guru back in the day. Uh, he speaks so fast, and I'm like, slow it down, please. Because if you just want people who speak native English, you know, you know, na you, you know, native English speakers to come to your conferences, you gotta slow it down. So Gary V, at some point, he would slow down his speech when he had to go to Indonesia. Lisa Nichols, anytime she spoke, she she she's like one of the best public speakers ever. Uh, she slows it down and emphasizes it because she installs and emphasizes the art of storytelling. You know what I mean? So when people speak fast, I'm like, bro, you're just saying a bunch of noise. Calm down. But that only happens with native English speakers. Um, now going back to other non-native English speakers, some in, like Indians is hit or miss. Some Indians have great accents. Some Indians have 
uh, you know, their own accent, but I understand everything they're saying. Some of them, I don't understand what they're saying. Some Thai people would, you know, I, I would have to make out what they say because they don't say flash drive. They say flat drive, flat drive, flat drive. I'm like, bro, just say flash drive. Okay, let's not be lazy with this. You're going to have to break the bad habit. That's all there is to it. And then obviously people with strong accents, you can have a strong accent all you want. I remember I went to get some um, currency at Narita Airport out there in uh, Japan. And I, and I love this Japanese girl. She was working at the exchange. She's like, oh, you have Singapore dollar? And I was like, oh, she is so cute. I've always wanted to hear that type. Because it's, so, it's amazing, you know? And so, yeah, with that being said, with those four things, it can be very difficult for you to lose track of what is going on. So how can you go about, you know, uh, checking what someone says or what someone had just said? Well, here are six simple ways I'm going to give you right here. Now, you could say, sorry, I, let's say, I couldn't catch that. Could you repeat that again? Or could you repeat it again? Or, sorry, uh, I'm not following you. Could you run that over again? Or can you run over that again? Or, sorry, I don't quite see what you mean. Could you be a bit more specific? Uh, yeah, so again, looking at some of those ways of repeat and having someone repeat the information, it will help you in the long run. And it always starts with sorry and then subject pronoun I. So sorry, I couldn't catch that. Could you repeat that again? And they're all interchangeable, right? You know, or sorry, I don't quite see what you mean. Meaning, hold on, what are you actually trying to say? Could you be a bit more specific to what you're saying? That means they're being too general about something and you're not understanding and, you know, wrapping your head around what is being said. Another way is, sorry, I'm not with you. Could you run over that again? That means you completely lost track of the entire conversation. You know, um, if you want somebody to slow down, you could say, sorry, I didn't catch that. Could you slow down a bit? That's when someone's speaking too fast, okay? People who speak too fast go, whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry for interrupting. Could you just repeat that again because you're speaking very quickly, okay? I know you're excited, but calm the F down. Don't say that. Don't say that. Only I can say that, okay? The United States of Arsenio Buck. All right, so in saying that, there are different ways in a meeting and daily conversations when, go, when you're traveling. In any situation in which you are dealing with native speakers, other non-native speakers, etc., where these different situations, you can ask different questions so that you can understand what is being said. Because there are sometimes when I was in a taxi and, or when I was catching a taxi like six years ago and I saw that the guy was literally, he was like speaking to the girl on the, on the phone and he looked confused. And me at that time, of course I had, what was it? It was 2014. Yeah, 2014. Okay, my iPhone was already super slow by then. I didn't know where what Don was. I could have done some research though. And what ended up happening is by that confusion look on his face, I didn't even ask for a follow-up. Um, sorry, do you understand? 
Katoa, uh, you catch on I? And if he had, if he hesitated ever so slightly, I would say, you know what? No, thank you. I'm going to another taxi because he's going to do a whole run around. He going to take me over here, over there, just so he could rack up the meter and get more money. And that's what he did. And I take ownership of that because I allowed him to do that. What should have been a straight shot, straight down one road, ended up being a whole ass all the way over here. He did another wraparound. He did another super big wraparound. He fucked me over. And to be honest with you, I take ownership of that because I could have gotten out the car and said, excuse me, where the hell are we going? But unfortunately, that's, that's what happened. So instead, in the Thai language, I would be like, uh, where are you going, bro? Where are you going? Bye now. Oh, uh, bye, bye. Oh, oh, you hesitated. You know what? You meaning stop, pull over. We're done. You're done. You're, you're, you're the weakest link. Get the hell out of my face. Luckily, that doesn't happen anymore because I say, don't buy. Sometimes they say, oh, Lil Sai, uh, it's faster. Meaning uh, turn left. It's faster. No, no. Don't buy. Go straight. If you turn right, my Lil Sai, my Lil Kwa, I'm going to cuss you the fuck out and I'm going to jump out of this car while I was moving. Don't play with me. <laughs> but don't do that in conversation. So in saying that, if you go to the airport, if you're in a situation where, you know, it, it, they're speaking too fast or you don't understand what they're saying. If you go to the likes of India, perhaps, if you go to America and they're speaking very quickly, if you go to Liverpool and they don't even speak English out there, you're going to say, whoa, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that one more time? I have no idea what you're saying, but don't say that. I have no idea what you're saying because they, especially British people, they'll get offended. Oh, I'm speaking English. Oh, come you know, I don't understand. You. They're going to get all offensive. Okay. We don't want that to happen because then y'all go start cussing at each other. The next thing you know, at least you're not in America. They're going to start shooting people. But in England, you're just going to have to run away. So Again, if someone is speaking too fast, you can say, I'm sorry, could you slow down just a little bit? If someone is, you know, if you don't understand what they're saying, I'm sorry, uh, I'm not with you. Could you say that again? I didn't understand what you were trying to say. These little small things will help you and keep in track with conversations, especially in meetings. We're going to be doing some amazing listening coming up really, really soon. I'm going to be giving you different things that you could say uh, in, in terms of, didn't I say that? Or I didn't say that? Uh, some other things that we're going to do before a very, very big briefing meeting. And then we have some interviews coming up. All right. So those are going to be the next three episodes. We got to understand how to keep track with conversations, people. And in saying that, man, I'm going to go do some amazing company training after I teach my TOEFL student right now. You guys have a blessed day and I'll be seeing you in the next podcast. I'm your host as always, over and out.